Hello, friends. This is Enro of the House of Keeg. And before we begin this episode, we all agreed that it was time to have a little public service announcement. One of our friends out there is suffering from a horrible disorder, and we thought it was time to take a stand against this invisible killer. We're hoping that by shedding some light on this stigma, together, as a community, we can eradicate it. So, please join us in supporting our good friend Holy Goalie of GameHounds.net in this very difficult time. You see, Holy Goalie was in love once. I mean, sure, he's married and whatnot, but like so many of you out there, he had a secret love on the side. Its name was Skyrim. Well, Holy Goalie did the right thing, or so he thought. He made a clean break. Well, that's where his problems began. He is unable to find joy in anything. Every night, he just turns on his Xbox and stares at the screen, lurching methodically through the motions as he bears witness to inferior graphics. He racks up killstreaks and gears, but he's empty inside. There are no dragons to fight, no vagrants begging for coins, and not a flower to be picked. How can you live like that, man? Holy goalie, I beseech you. Don't give up on love. Sure, you've finished the game and completed all the achievements. It may seem like there's nothing left to do, but you have friends here. We are sworn to carry your burdens, man. Take all the time you need. Do what you need to do. We'll be waiting for you. This has been a public service announcement from Keeg's Quest, a Skyrim adventure. Miraculously refreshed from a single sip and subsequent regurgitation of the new skooma, Inro allows himself to be convinced to depart the Grey Cloud Tavern in favor of some good old-fashioned adventuring. The pair cavort hither and yon, scanning nature's vast bounty for a cave into which they may delve. Who knows what secrets it will contain and what dangers will lurk within. Unbeknownst to Inro, the greatest danger is his very companion, who even now reluctantly plots Inro's demise. You ever been cave diving? I have. Good. So I don't need to spell out the basics. Watch for traps, stick to the shadows, keep your ears open. No, you don't need to spell them out. Keep an eye out for barrels, chests, shelves and stuff. We can take all that. But a lot of it is crap, so if you're unsure about something, ask me. Like, uh, embalming tools? Forget it. Complete waste of space. Uh, let me see. I see you will insist on spelling them out anyway. Yeah, this was your idea. I was just fine with crashing at the tavern, but no! You were all, let's go adventuring. My mistake. You alright, dude? I am fine. You seem... distracted. Sorry. And terse! Oh, I get it. You're scared of caves. You got your game face on. Sure. I can see in complete darkness, can kill an enemy before he can even see me, 
and have a very loud and clumsy six-foot-tall decoy, which will draw all attention away from me. And you think I am scared of caves. It's okay, man. I'm not judging you. Right. How about a keep? You want to find a keep? Nice castle ruin and stuff? There are, like, outside parts. Maybe sometimes windows. That could help. Whatever you want. Are you being infuriating on purpose? Are you infuriated? Well, I'm getting there! Okay. Okay, what? Never mind. Look, do you have somewhere you gotta be or something? Because I can totally clear a cave by myself. And frankly, if you're gonna be distracted, I'd rather you be distracted far away from me. If I don't find a cave, I'll go hang out and pick flowers or something. It's cool, man, seriously. It's fine. Wait. You'll go do what? Uh, which part? Did you say you were going to flick powers? No. Pick flowers. That is what I thought you said, but I knew that could not be what you said. Why? In the name of Anur's tale, why would you do this? Helps me blow off steam. Helps you? Who are you? Seriously, at every turn you find a new way to freak me the hell out. I got you talking though, didn't I? I don't know what kind of bug crawled up your ass, but maybe you should consider increasing your fiber intake. It won't stand a chance. My ass is fine. And we're back to terse. You know, there's no rush on this spelunking thing. If you want to go out and toy with mice or something, there's not like there's a strict time limit on caving. Well, you know, until the dragons show up. Then we really got to get our asses in gear. There really is no time limit, is there? No. You see, I have this contract. And it's one of those things I don't really want to do. I have to, eventually, but you have me thinking. There is no deadline. Nice. Deadline. Because you... You know, you, you gotta murder the guy. Yeah, it's, it's not my best work. So, uh, what did the poor bastard do? I never ask. Perhaps he was just acting crazy. It does not matter. He will die one way or the other. Either by my hand or by that of fate. Well, was he an ass or something? Because I can totally help you whack this guy. You can get it off your list or whatever, and then we could, yeah, I don't know, kill some other stuff. We're partners, man. That would be inappropriate. Ooh, spooky secret society vagueness. <laughs> okay. All right, dude. So, uh, you're going to hold off on that for a while? Long enough for us to bag some loot? Yes, my friend. Yes. I have relegated this task to inactive quest status. Just for as long as it takes for me to figure out a way to get out of it. Who knows? Perhaps this uh, target will die in a cave or something. I won't have to lift the claw. Failing that, I'll wait for a very convenient opportunity to present itself. We have a name for that kind of attitude, you know. Lollygaggers. Slackers. The kind of guy that says, oh, I'll do that task by the middle of sun's dawn. And then he's all, well, I'll get to it sometime after that, but still during sun's dawn. And then after it's done, he goes, okay, uh, I'll start the next task tonight. 
and then two weeks later he's thinking about starting it. That kind of behavior is frowned upon around these parts, man. Look, who's the guy? Let's just go get him. As long as he was bad. I will say this one time, and one time only. Are you listening? (laughs) With amused disinterest, sure. We will not discuss this contract again. You will not attempt to talk me out of avoiding it. I will not discuss the details, nor the target, nor the time frame. When I must leave, I will leave. I only ask that you provide me an uh, itinerary of everywhere you will be for the foreseeable future, so that I may find you again, if I need to. Yeah, you can't stay away. It may be unavoidable. In the meantime, my personal business will be transparent to you. You need not further burden yourself with it. Comprende? Dude, I totally taught you a new word. You're using burden in, like, casual conversation now. (laughs) I am a fountain of knowledge. No, you are just a fountain of burdens. I'm gonna let that one go, because you use my new word. So, have you given any thought to what you're gonna buy with your share of the loot? I have. My mother's birthday fast approaches. I need to buy her a pretty pink bow for the hairball I will be sending her. You guys are really serious with that hairball crap, aren't you? Indeed. Someday, perhaps you will see our family home. My littermates and I have sent our mother hairballs every year since our birth. In fact, the entire place is furnished with chairs, couches, and even beds constructed from our very own hairballs. So you're saying if I come over to your house, I'll be sleeping on basically cat puke? You will be amazed at how it conforms itself to the rigid angles of your brick-like body. And we're, what, gonna hang out in the living room and watch old movies on your barfo lounger? Is it really so strange? You wear the skins of your prey as armor. You drink out of the horns of animals, use them as uh, musical instruments, objects of interior design. These creatures are strangers to you, foreign. We have much the same utility for things which are otherwise discarded. The difference is with our method. No matter how far away your family is scattered, your home will always be replete with the essence of those you hold most dear. Yeah, my da gave me a sword. I sleep with it too. Still, as far as utility goes, I guess we Nords are much less warm and fuzzy kind of people. We believe in steel and sweat and booze. You know how my dad taught me how to swim? He took me out in a boat, supposedly fishing, and then he threw me out of the boat. I had a nightmare just like that once. Yeah, well, the joke was on him. I was running about a buck fifty, two hundred pounds back then. I was like nine and a half, I think. Well, anyway, the one thing I did learn that day was that fat floats. So I just kind of bobbed there like an apple and laughed at him. I told him he could lead a horse to water, but he couldn't make it swim. So, how did you learn to swim? Well, he rode back to shore, put a six-pack of skooma there, and left. Now, mind you, this is back in the old days when skooma didn't taste like Daedric Toe Jam, so... (laughs) I was motivated. Adversity and motivation equals success. That's right! So, about six hours later, I'd finally figured out how to doggy paddle back to shore, plopped my big ass down, and killed three bottles in like two minutes flat. That was really something. It was 
like watching high-definition video on a Commodore 64. Everything was so sharp, but blocky, and everything moved so slow. I was watching a hummingbird flap its wings for what seemed like two hours, and then I started throwing rocks at flies, and I was hitting them. Holy Todd, do I miss that stuff. Dude. Gay. I spy with my little eye something that begins with cave. A cave bear? Uh, no, it's just the cave. Oh. So yay, right? We good to go in? Uh, of course. Lead on. Okay, here we... Uh-oh. You on second thought? You know what? You go first. Why am I going first? Spider webs. I am waiting for the part regarding why I am going first. Because there are spider webs outside of this cave. Which means there are a whole bunch more spider webs on the inside of it. You are built like an ore smelter and carrying a sword. And you are afraid of spiders? Afraid? Afraid? Hell no, I'm not afraid of spiders. Then uh, what is your glitch? <laughs> My glitch? Zappy, is that I've recently become hotter than a flame atronox thong. And I'm not particularly inclined to get frickin' spider webs in my hair. Do you have any idea how hard it is to get that crap out of hair? You are, of course, aware that you are speaking to someone whose entire body is covered in hair. Yeah, but mine's all long and braided and carries a radiant Nordic sheen. Okay. Let me ask you this. Are you aware of how archers work? Yeah, you, you point your little bendy thing at something and you shoot your pointy stick at it and it maybe dies. It's kind of hard to see something to shoot if you're behind me. No, no, idiot. You are the tank. You blunder forward and engage in melee combat while I line up my shot and dispatch them at range. Does the phrase mixed unit tactics mean nothing to you? Absolutely. So you understand what I'm saying? No, I'm saying that that phrase means absolutely nothing to me. Por los ocho cabrón. I can hit a man in the pupil of his left eyeball at 40 meters. Trust me, I can shoot past you. Dude. I know your logic here is not in any way tactical. I know exactly what you're up to, and I ain't falling for it. So march your furry ass in there. You... You know what I am up to? Of course I do. My spidey sense has been tingling, and the tingles are centered squarely on my ass. How are you going to aim at targets if you're staring slack-jawed at my moneymaker? I know what it is. It reminds you of two incredibly densely packed balls of yarn, right? Can't take your eyes off it. Uh, I, uh, yes. Yes, of course you are correct. I abjectly apologize with uh, all humility. I'm glad we got this straightened out. I'm watching you, buddy. Now, get into the damn cave and commence Operation Swiffer. Swiffer? Yeah, don't worry about it. It's uh, operational designation. Move. Could you perhaps walk more quietly? Dude, this is as sneaky as I get. But I've been thinking. With my share of the loot, I know exactly what I'm getting. Perhaps a muzzle. <laughs> You're hilarious. But no. I've been thinking since I'm kind of stealth challenged. I'm going to ditch the fur and get myself a full suit of hide armor. Ah, with a sneak enchantment. Ew, hell no. Then I get like magicka residue all over me. Just the straight hide armor, man. Right off the rack. What does this have to do with sneaking? Because dude... Shh. Sorry. Because, dude, 
It's hide armor. It's imbued with the ability to hide, hence the name, duh. I bet that you are simply elated that they no longer keep track of intelligence course. Yeah, honestly, that was like my best day ever. Look, it's not hide armor. It's hide armor. It's armor made out of hide. Okay, buddy. I really hate to go ragging on your grasp of my native language again, but hide is a verb. It's the verb to hide. It's hide armor, like uh, swim trunks and sleepwear. Those are verbs, see? They describe what you do when you're wearing it. So while I'm wearing my hide armor, I will be able to hide. But I can't buy it until we loot this place, so can we go? Fine, make all the noise you want. I will just be staying in the shadows and laughing softly to myself. <laughs> Cats tell me that hide is a noun. <laughs> Foreigners crack me up. Well, my friend, it seems you are right about the spider webs. There are five frostbite spiders in the chamber ahead. Luckily for you, they do not possess ears. Or we would be likely hanging from the ceiling right now. Yeah, they have crap tons of eyes, though. And yet, they still will not seem coming. Observe. You have got to teach me how to do that. I could, like, tutor you in English or something in exchange. If we survive this horrible onslaught of spiders, then yes, I will show you some things. But, oh, the horror. I believe we are well and truly doomed. You, um, could have at least left some of them for me. Apologies. I will let you handle the queen by yourself. How is that? Um, okay, but... Well, you, you'll, like, help if stuff gets, you know, g goes sideways, right? As the leader of this expedition, it falls upon you to deal the killing blow to the boss monster, does it not? Well, yeah, but as my humble servant, it's your duty to carry the burden of, like, saving my ass if, you know, the, that, the task is, is too... Much. What did you just call me? Yeah, I, I can't believe I just used that phrase, dude. I am so sorry. You do know that that phrase is just Dunmer euphemism for slave, right? Yeah, I do. I do know that. And it just, uh, I guess slipped out. For hundreds of years, my people have suffered under the yoke of the Dark Elf. Oh, Todd, here we go. And here you are, a representative of an even more xenophobic culture, using the very word they use as a tool to make it all seem okay. Yeah, well, you know what? I know an Argonian guy who's in that very position, and you know what else? He seems pretty okay with it. Well, of course he is. He is well-fed, kept off the streets, does not have to beg or steal for his next meal. He does not have to work for anything, except to perform menial tasks for his overseer. Did you give him your little lollygagging speech? It is the illusion of safety, my friend. Actually, he does a lot of begging, and I think stealing. In fact, now that I've talked with our Bosmer bartender friend, the lizard is kind of my prime suspect on the whole horse thievery thing. No, the Bosmer totally did it. I knew it! Well, you know, my first guess was the lizard naturally, because you know how they are, but then I really started liking the elf for the crime. 
Is it true they can talk to animals? Would it shock and or dismay you to know that yes, they can, and that the horse actually asked to be freed? She, uh... Excuse me? Elvir told me that you were morbidly obese. You yourself have said this was once so. Did you give any thought to the burden you were placing upon the horse? Yeah, okay, I know it's a new word and all, but it's getting a little old. Think about it. You say you love this horse, but you are quite literally breaking her back. In much the same way that my people and the Argonians have been weighed down by their dark elf oppressors. I never even thought of that. You, my friend, were part of the problem. Wow. I had no idea that all this time I was the very man to whom I have sworn to stick it. That sentence makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, but it was accurate. Grammatically speaking. Could you two please keep it down? What the hell, the hell was, that? was that? Was that, was that you? you? No. No, I, I thought... thought... In Mephala's name, I command you to shut up. Uh-huh. Well met, friend orc. I am Enro of the House of Keeg. I bid you fear not. The spiders, in fact, have no ears with which to hear our conversation. Oh, and uh, by the way... My companion and I lay claim to this cave, and the spoils within. Ah, uh, I don't think so. I was here first, puny Nord. Until you came stumbling in and screwing up my, uh, attack plan. This cave is mine. Find another one. Yeah, well, I didn't see your name on it, buddy. Nor did I. In fact, we were here for like ten minutes before you even showed up. No, I was here the whole time. Listening to you two whining about burdens and slavery and all that crap. I was crouched in the shadows the whole time, and enough is enough. So get out of my hiding spot. I mean my cave. Well, well. Is that hide armor you're wearing? Because not even Hawkeye over here had a clue that you were around. He's wearing orcish armor, dumbass. Well, there's no reason the orcs can't fashion their own style of hide armor, sure. They're like master craftsmen with that green rock crap. Who is this pink skin? He's just this guy I know from prison. He's a bit slow and completely harmless. Uh, excuse me? Harmless? I killed the Imperial Legion commander literally with both hands tied behind my back. Enough! I just... Look, let's just get out of here. If you're going to have a whining contest, let's just do it outside. I, uh, had this whole stealth approach, uh, planned, and you just stole, like, five of my kills. But dude, they can't hear us You talking. don't know what else is in there. Just... The echo is kind of freaking me out, okay? Humor me. <sighs> Fine. Okay, Orc, we are outside. Now we must decide who plunders the cave. You know what? I'm good. You two go ahead and have a ball. I'm out of here. Wait. Just like that? Just like that. <laughs> so, uh, thanks for walking me out, and uh, I'll be on my way now. Wait. Thanks for walking you out? Sure, yeah. Look, I got, like, 20 septums here for services rendered. That's all I have, and you're welcome to it. I, um... I don't think I'm grasping exactly what is going on here. 
I believe we just rescued this orc. Well, yeah. Sorry about the bravado back there. I just have an image to maintain, racially. Rescued from what, exactly? Well, I was walking down the road, and these damn wolves caught my scent and started running after me, so I kind of hid in a cave. Okay. But then once I got in there, there were all these spiders, and I was kind of... Paralyzed with bladder-voiding fear? More or less, yeah. So, I guess my central issue, then, is... uh, why in Todd's name would a seven-foot orc clad in orcish hide armor Oy. be scared of wolves and frickin' bugs? Let me ask you this. Have you ever wondered why every cave and ruin in Tamriel is just full of gold and jewels and magic weapons? Just ripe for the taking? Well, I suppose it's Todd's providence. You know, he leaves that stuff there for, um, people to take, to... Show his favor, or something, I guess. Yeah, but why is it still there? After hundreds and hundreds of years, there are centuries-old corpses and crap in there. In all that time, don't you think someone would have gone in there and picked it clean? Well, I I suppose that, um, to be honest, I have never thought of it that way. I'll tell you why. Because most people aren't stupid. People don't want to get eaten by wolves or sucked dry by giant damn spiders or turned into zombies. They just want to work at a lumber mill or a smithy or pick frickin' flowers for a living. What is it with muscular males and flower picking? I told you it was a thing, dude. Yeah, you also think the dragons are coming back. So forgive me if I doubt your level-headedness. Dragons? Great. That's just exactly what I need. It's Todd's will, man. Just flow with it. Who is this Todd of whom you constantly speak? Yeah, I wasn't gonna ask. You're making no sense. (laughs) Wait till you really get to know him. Guy's name is Todd Howard. And he's like the uber god. The badass of badasses. He's like... The guy in charge of the team that created all of this stuff. Is that like a fancy name for Akatosh? Hell no, dude. Todd made Akatosh too, I think. Todd could erase Akatosh with a keystroke, that's for damn sure. He's the man with the plan, man. Operates on a whole different plane of existence than the frickin' nine, or eight, or whatever. I have been thinking about that. Portalos. I mean, he's kind of the terrestrial equivalent of Pluto. One day he is a god, and then boof, a god no longer. Who makes these decisions? I think Todd is that guy. I mean, he like, giveth and taketh away or whatever. I gotta say though, I always felt a kinship with Talos. I think he was a cool dude. And I think we would have had a lot in common. I think he got a bum deal. Why not get rid of like, uh, Parquet? It'd be a lot easier to believe that he's not butter than it is to believe that Talos wasn't Nine-worthy, they say he was Dragonborn. Who are they? And that's the second time I've heard that word, Dragonborn. I happen to know for a fact that Talos was not an Argonian. See, this is the state of the Khajiit education system. It's why you people can't get any of the good jobs and you're forced to turn to crime. You're just... 
kind of a little backwards, man. The Dragonborn is a Nordic legend, you fool. Wait, Talos was a lizard? What? No, he was just a dude, like a... an Imperial, I think. He was a Nord! No, no, Zappy. He was a Septim. Tiber frickin' Septim. Septims are Imperials. Dude, will you back me up on this? I, uh... I thought he was supposed to be a god or something. Before he got downsized. Okay, can we just agree that Lord Howard is the Todd of all gods, and can we just get back to, I don't know, plundering the cave? Those damn spiders are gonna respawn if we don't get moving. And you, Orc Dude, let me propose something. You need to put your adventuring panties on and man the hell up. So why don't you go with us, do your share, and we'll split the loot. We'll totally help you out, man. We can power level you. I don't think that's how it works. Yeah, you don't think a lot of stuff is the way that it is. What do you say, Orc? You in? But the spiders. This guy here can eyeball the whole damn bunch of them. Didn't you see that? Yeah, but they have so many eyes. Then why don't I go in all alone and clean them out? and then take all of the loot and go drinking with people who don't think Tiber Septim was a half-imperial, half-Argonian god hybrid. I say we let the cat do his thing. Excuse me? Let him go mark his territory or whatever gets him off, and we could just hang back and, like, arm wrestle or something. Did you just call my friend a cat? It looks like one to me. Okay, buddy, you listen here. What you just used was a very deprecatory term for a feline American. He's not a cat, okay? He's a Khajiit. I will not have you besmirch the name of his noble people. But you call me cat like all of the time. This is different. He's a stranger. With me, it's a term of endearment. You don't see me getting all defensive when you call me a racist, skooma-addicted, crazy person. The truth requires no defense. Hey, I'm sorry, Pinkskin. I didn't mean to ruffle your... Pinkskin? Seriously? Look, man, if you're gonna run with this crew, you need to lighten up on the epithets, okay? For example, I have nothing but respect for the, you know, differently jowled. So you're not gonna catch me calling you things like Snaggletooth or Dr. Bruce Banner. Look, you going in with us or what? Well, I... You're gonna give me a share of the loot, right? I'll just take what I need for my armor and you guys can split the rest, okay? I think we should get paid per kill. <laughs> we, we are not doing that. <laughs> that figures. Okay. I'm going with you. Sweet. It'll be great. Hey, before we get underway, uh, what's your name, dude? My name is Urin. Your name is Urin? Like I've never heard that one before. No, my name is Urun. Urun Gopra. Oh my god, that is classic. It's because you're green, right? <sighs> no, it's because my father's name is Bra. Because, you know, it It sounds like... Sounds like what? Are they always after your lucky charms? I'm not following. <laughs> Forget it. And as a matter of fact, yes, you are indeed following right behind me, and keep your eyes to yourself. Zappy takes point. One of these days, you will take the point of an arrow in the back of your head. Whoa! Hostile? No. 
but increasingly motivated as the day goes on. I've got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> You're gonna fit in around here just fine. And so, still paranoid about assaulting your ears with yet another poorly executed fight scene, the author draws this chapter to a close. It would have been just more arrow twanging and spider dying stuff anyway. Maybe a couple of good sword hits followed by a hiss and possibly a girly scream and rapid footsteps on the fade out. You get the picture. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next month. You've been listening to Keeg's Quest, a Skyrim adventure by Rich Matheson. Music selections were taken from the Skyrim original soundtrack by Jeremy Soule. Available for purchase at www.directsong.com. Special thanks to Holy Goalie, Edie Sellers, and Nick DiNicola of GameHounds.net for shouting me out and pimping my humble wares on their awesome podcast. Do a search on iTunes for GameHounds if you're over the age of 18 because they are big fat potty mouths but also hilarious. Thank you guys so much for spreading the word, and I'm sorry about the file size. That's a wrap on this episode, folks. See you next time.